When you align yourself with kingdom perspective, there ain't no devil that can stop you. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Judah Smith. And Judah is talking to us about coming out of your tent. When God promised Abraham descendants that were as numerous as the stars, and he told him to look up, Abraham wasn't necessarily in his tent when he looked up. He, he had to come out of his tent and look up at the stars. And there were way, way, way too many for him to count. And that was God's promise to Abraham. But a lot of times, you know, God's saying to us, look up, and we're like stuck in our tent. And we, we're looking at the ceiling of the tent. Lord God, we don't see anything. And that's because we're not looking past the tent. We're not coming out and looking where God wants us to look. Here's Judah. A, a, a park or a water park during the summer and you're wearing jeans, you go on a water ride, and then it's sunny and, and, and sweltering for the rest of the day and you get chafed. Lord Jesus, I hate getting chafed. We got so many chafed Christians. They're chafed because they're trying to live in the kingdom from their point of view. The sooner you align with the king's perspective. See, the Christian life was never meant to be lived from a perspective from earth to heaven. It was meant to be lived from heaven to earth. And when you align yourself with the kingdom's perspective and the king's point of view, oh, baby, there ain't no devil in hell that can stop you. So where'd you, question, where did you get your point of view anyways? Because we all have them. Those strong opinions we have. It's amazing. I talk to youth pastors. Youth pastors are the strangest creatures on the planet. We're also the most insecure individuals on the planet. Constantly hoping our pastor's happy. And you talk to youth pastors, well, bless God, man. We just, you know, we got 30 kids. We're just going to go to 60. And I mean no disrespect, but I'm thinking to myself, we got billions of young people in the world, and we're still talking about 60 kids. My God, Lord, enlarge our paradigm. Enlarge our perspective. Stretch us. Give us the courage to start saying crazy stuff. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So where did you get your point of view? Well, Pastor, I'm just believing in, in quality, not quantity. Who, 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 who taught you that? Give me some scripture and verse for that. Well, bless God, I just believe in discipleship and quality. It ain't no quantity. Everybody wants numbers. Everybody busy. God wrote a whole book called Numbers. Get over yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So God comes to Abram because Abram is falling for the same trick so many Christians are falling for today. He's locked in his experiences, his circumstances, and his surroundings. And his mentality and his paradigm is just, give me one baby. God's singing, oh, it's a lot bigger than that. So the Bible says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. He said, Abram, I'm your shield, your exceedingly great reward. You know what God's saying here? God is saying to Abram, I am your gift. This is possibly, perchance, the greatest promise that there ever is in the entire book. God didn't say, I'm going to bless you, I'm going to hook you. He says, I'm going to give you me. I'm going to wrap myself up and put myself under the Christmas tree, and you can open me. This Christmas, I told my wife, I said, baby, I said, look, I have looked high and low through all the departments of this city to look for a gift that matches the magnanimous of your beauty and your magnificence, and I have found all of the department stores to be lacking. So I tell you what I'm going to do, baby. I'm going to wrap myself, put a bow on myself myself under that tree and baby you can open me up early 
You know what she said? Shut up and go to the mall. That's what she said. Shoot. I'm still going to try it. But you know what's so crazy about this passage is Abram seemingly responds a lot like my wife. God says, here I am. I'm your gift. And Abram goes, God, what good are all your blessings? I'm so tired of this. It's like, whoa, who woke up on the wrong side of the bed today? Debbie Downer, Mr. Abram. My God, all your blessings. Come on. Abram, what's wrong with you? To understand properly what's happening here and why Abram has an attitude, an attitude that many believers have today, is you have to capitalize on the first words of Genesis 15. After these things. After these things. What are the things this was after? I'll tell you what the things were after. It was a decade, if not 15 years of promises that were unfulfilled. Starting in Genesis 12, where he leaves Haran at 75 years old. And then he finds himself later, and God says, lift up your eyes. I think it's in Shechem. And he says, this land I'm going to give to you and your descendants. In Genesis 12, remember, he says, and you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And then the third time when Lot separates, he says, now, look, as far as you can, all around, north, east, as far as your eye can see, I'll give it to you. So Abram's getting pumped. But by the time we get to Genesis 15, there's at least a decade past. Many believe it might have been 20 years some argue Abram was 95 when we get to Genesis 15. So now we got a decade or more of unfulfilled promises. How many conferences you've been to? How many conventions you've been to? How many prophecies have you received? How many promises from God have gone unfulfilled? And after a while, if we're not careful, even subconsciously, we begin to develop an attitude similar to Abram. And we start saying, God, you know, I really appreciate all the prophecies. And, 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 and if we're not careful, we come to conferences going, well, go ahead, preacher. Come on, do your best. Yep, give me a prophecy. Oh, oh amen. Pray the Lord. Amen. Pray. And we become professionals at conferences, but we have developed an attitude. In other words, we have developed an attitude that, you know what, I've been there, done that, I know it all. Seen it all before there. Isn't this cute young man, isn't he nice from Seattle? Look at him. He's 29 and he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know it's going to be a long time. It's going to be hard work and barely anybody's going to be reached. But he's so sweet and kind. He thinks he can change the world. Well, he'll learn. Hope I never do. Hope I never do. Abram's got an attitude. Here's... He's supposed to be the father of many nations, but he's got an attitude with God. Why? Because he's been there, done that, and in all of his experiences, he realizes talk is cheap. He's heard all the messages. He's heard all the prophecies. He's heard all the grandiose statements, all the cliches, all the points. And he wants something to shift. He wants something to change. And so now he has resolved himself just to hang on for one kid. And I believe I've been sent on assignment from God to talk to some pastors and some leaders and some business people and some doctors and some lawyers and some moms and some dads who you have come to a consolation in your vision and your destiny. And you have determined because nothing has happened up until this point, I will simply hope for this one thing. And the devil is a liar. Abram said, Lord, what good are all these blessings? I don't even have a kid. All of my money is going to go to Eleazar. He says, you listen to me. He says, there will come an heir from your own body. 
And then God sees fit. The best thing he can do to Abram is go into It indicates in Scripture It's indicated to us in Scripture that Abram is in a tent. Now, notice the word he uses. I recommend never using this Scripture, this word with the Lord. He says, Lord, look, as if God is not the ultimate looker. (laughs) And do you know when he says look? He says look when he's sitting in his tent. God, look around. Lord, look. Now, if I'm God, I say, excuse me? No, you didn't. I'll take your looker, and you'll never look again, you little looker. As if God is going to look down. Come on, we all, we've all been there. God, look! My church can't grow! My children are crazy! My wife is, needs help! As if God's going to come down and go, Oh, shoot, I had no idea. It is bad down there. (laughs) Scrap all them promises I gave you. Just hold on, brother. Just hold on. (laughs) Abram says, look. You ever been there? Have you ever been there where you told God, Lord, look at my circumstances. Look at my situations. Look at the last 20 years. Lord, I have been around so long in ministry. I know better. My experiences have have proven to me, and I have developed a proper point of view, and this is the way I see it. And, Lord, you need to see from my perspective. Lord, come, come, come down here, Lord, and look at this. My city is godless. My kids are hell. My kids are going to hell. Lord, look at this. You ever, you ever been that crazy? I mean, you're so at the end of, Lord, it's 20 years. I started this church. I planted this church. I've been building this business. I've been trying to raise these kids. I've been trying to do what you told me to do. Had all these prophecies. I've been coming to presence for years. I've been coming to these conferences. I've got all these prophecies, all these things you said to me. I've been holding on. I've been trusting you. But, Lord, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. One more prophecy, I'm going to scream. Look. Now, about this time, if I'm God, I'm going to come down and put the cosmic smack down (laughs) on Abram. But God is rich in mercy and kindness and gentleness. And the Bible says he comes down. Look in the the text. He comes down Abram's world. And you know what he does? He meets Abram in his limited context. And he takes him and he pulls him outside. I think that part of my assignment for presence this year is to get you outside. I think that's part of my assignment. God comes down. That was Judah Smith, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Judah Smith, Come Out of Your Tent. Judah and his wife are the lead pastors of The City Church in Seattle, Washington. He's written lots of books, including one of his most recent called Jesus Is. You can find more information about him and his ministry at thecity.org. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great Monday, and I will see you again tomorrow for Testimony Tuesday. Have a great day. God bless.